You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're taking a look at what to know before watching The Book of Boba Fett, as well as giving our top 10 superhero movies of 2021. But, of course, before we get into that, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today, Pondex.com, and use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And now, on to our first topic, what to know before watching The Book of Boba Fett. As we begin to close the book on 2021, Disney Plus is opening up another book, and this comes from a library far, far away. The Book of Boba Fett. It's a new series that's a spinoff of the hit show The Mandalorian, which premieres tomorrow. Despite having little to do in the original trilogy, besides standing around looking cool, Alas, The Empire Strikes Back, 
and seemingly dying like a chump in The Return of the Jedi, Boba Fett has long been one of the franchise's most popular characters. The bounty hunter escaped death in several comics and books that were thrown out of official canon when Disney restarted the films with Episode 7. But the Mandalorian marked his return to the Star Wars universe. After making a teasing cameo appearance in the first season, Boba returned in Season 2, where he was played by Tamara Morrison. The New Zealand actor kind of reprised his role because he played Boba Fett's father, Jango Fett, in Attack of the Clones. And since Boba is an identical clone of Jango, they're basically one and the same. Boba Fett went on an adventure with the Mandalorian to finish off the season. The finale's post-credits scene teased that he would be getting his own series, which would follow him to Tatooine, where he seems poised to take over Jabba the Hutt's crime empire. To prepare for what looks like Star Wars' take on organized crime, excuse me, let's go over some Boba Fett backstory. Who is Boba Fett? Well, as you know, or most Star Wars fans know, Boba Fett made his live-action debut in 1980's The Empire Strikes Back. However, Star Wars fans will no doubt be quick to point out that he actually appeared in an animated segment in the infamous Star Wars Holiday Special. His first chronological appearance in the franchise, though, was in Attack of the Clones. In that movie, we meet Boba as a little kid when Obi-Wan Kenobi travels to the planet Kamino to investigate rumors of a clone army. Every single clone trooper was a modified copy of Jango Fett, a Mandalorian, though not as devout as Pedro Pascal's character in The Mandalorian. Boba was different, so he was the only clone that wasn't altered to age faster or, or, or be more obedient. There was one other special clone, a female version of Jango, named Omega, who appeared in the animated Bat Batch series, but probably won't really factor into the book of Boba Fett. Boba was Jango's son for all intents and purposes, but he didn't get to spend too much time with his dear old dad because Jango died fighting Jedi in the big battle that closed out Episode 2. The animated series of Clone Wars sort of helped to fill in the gaps what happened to Boba after he watched Mace Windu decapitate his dad? But most of what happened between episodes two and four happens off screen. At some point, he started wearing his dad's Mandalorian armor and became a bounty hunter, eventually taking a job with Darth Vader to help try to capture Luke Skywalker. In the process, Boba captured Han Solo, froze him in carbonite, and sold the Hansicle to the crime lord Jabba the Hutt. Boba hung around Jabba's palace on the desert planet Tatooine, but when Luke and his pals pulled off their convoluted plan to rescue Han, Boba suffered a jetpack malfunction and went plummeting into the jaws of a sarlacc pit, a buried monster that slowly digests its prey over the course of a thousand years. It was an unglorious end to a surprise fan-favorite character. Or was it? Canonically, that's the last anybody saw of Boba until he reappeared in The Mandalorian. How exactly he escaped the Sarlacc pit is yet to be revealed. But one way or another, he got out of the belly of the beast. His armor, though, was found and worn by a local named Vanth. And Vanth gave the Mandalorian armor to the Mandalorian after the pair, pair killed a menacing dragon together. Boba, along with Fennec Shand, a bounty hunter whose life he saved, manages to track Din down on the planet Typhon. Boba proves his dad's Mandalorian heritage and just lays waste to a ton of stormtroopers. 
He ends the season by accompanying Din and the Mandalorian's other various allies on a mission to rescue the one and only Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda, of course. Upon successful completion of the mission, Boba and Fennec got back on his ship and headed off to Tatooine, as the post-credits scene revealed. The pair strolled in Jabba's mostly abandoned palace, quickly dispatched a bib Fortana, one of Jabba's lackeys who had seemingly been running the place, and took a seat in the throne. Based on trailers for the Book of Boba Fett, the series will be about Boba with Fennec as his number two, building a crime emperor of crime empire, excuse me, of their own in the vacuum that Jabba left behind. The Book of Boba Fett will be the most in-depth look at Boba's as a character in the current Star Wars canon. But there are a ton of stories involving the bounty hunter that are no longer canon. Prior to Disney's takeover of the franchise in 2012, Boba was a regular feature in what was, called, what was then called the Expanded Universe, a sprawling series of books, comics, and video games. In that canon, Boba escapes the Sarlacc thanks to his Mandalorian armor and sheer determination. He went on to become the leader of the Mandalorians during the Intergalactic War, and eventually trained one of Leia's and Han's children to kill the other one after the return to the dark side. However, none of that is canon. The Expanding Universe has been renamed, renamed Star Wars Legends, so the Book of Boba will be a brand new page for the character, though the new movies and shows do on occasion borrow or remix plots and characters from the Legends canon. So let's talk about what we can expect from the Book of Boba Fett. Promotional material and the actors involved in the Book of Boba Fett have kept the plot pretty vague, though the basic premise seems pretty straightforward. Boba, who claims to have put his bounty hunting days behind him, wants to rule the criminal underworld that Jabba the Hutt once loomed over. He's gathered Jabba's former generals and is proposing that they work together to their mutual benefit. When where Jabba ruled with fear, Boba will rule with disrespect. Although, given how good Boba is at killing his enemies, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to be a little afraid of it. So far, Boba and Fennec are the only familiar characters that are confirmed to appear in the Book of Boba Fett. But given how the Mandalorian loves to bring back fan-favorite characters or pepper the screen with Easter eggs, it would not be a shock if an old face or two appear. Me? If I had to guess who shows up in some form, I'm going to go with a Watto. Other characters from the Mandalorian might pop up too as the series is reportedly more closely linked to the flagship Star Wars series than other spinoffs. The Book of Boba Fett boasts a lot of the same creative team that Mandalorian did, as it's being executive produced by Jean Favreau, Dave Filoni, the mastermind behind the beloved Clone Wars animated series, produces as well as do Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy and Robert Rodriguez, who directed the Mandalorian episode where Boba made his violent return. Filming for the series began in November 2020, using the same groundbreaking screen projection techniques utilized in The Mandalorian. As we said, the first episode of The Book of Boba Fett premieres on Disney Plus tomorrow, with new episodes debuting every following Wednesday, with the finale on February 9th. And of course, 
Starting tomorrow, we will begin our review of the Book of Boba Fett. And before we get on to our top 10 superhero movies, we'd also like, again, to thank our sponsor, Fondex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today, Fondex.com, and use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps me grow the channel, um, upgrade our equipment, hire some uh, hosts or writers. But we thank you for your support and helping the show grow. As always, please hit that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up if you like the video. And now on to the top 10 superhero movies of 2021. Superhero movies have defined an entire generation, such as mine. Jean Favreau introduced the world to Robert Downey Jr.'s version of Tony Stark in 2008 with Iron Man. Since then, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been created, which involves characters and storylines intertwining throughout multiple films and franchises. At the same time, DC has responded by creating their own extended universe with films like Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. The superhero genre has also branched out to animated movies, including the widely popular Spider-Man into the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, excuse me, which is currently holding a 97% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Whether you're a DC or a Marvel fan, there's no doubt that superhero films are action-packed rides that can get mostly anyone into the theater. 2021 was a fantastic year for the genre and continued many storylines, including the Suicide Squad, and the much-anticipated Spider-Man No Way Home. The genre is constantly broadening horizons and taking cinema to new levels. After some tough cuts, let's dive right in and take a look at the top 10 superhero films of 2021. Now, this is my list. It's not a list you probably you all agree with. You might disagree. If you do agree, sweet. If you don't, let us know in the comments section below any of the movies we missed that should have been included. Um, you have certain movies higher in your list than I do. Let us know. But starting off at number 10, we have Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Andy Serkis directed this sequel to the 2018 film Venom. Film stars Tom Hardy, who reprises his role of Eddie Brock. While Brock is trying to adapt to his new life of hosting an alien entity named Venom, he finds himself facing off against Cletus Cassidy, who becomes the host of the menacing alien Carnage. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, offers grotesque special effects, once again while further exploring the complicated relationship between Brock and Venom. The film has a solid blend of comedy, action, and it's a must-see for any Marvel fan. At number nine, we're jumping over to the DC Universe with their Justice Society World War II. Justice Society World War II is an animated film that follows a group of DC superheroes led by Wonder Woman who aid the Allies in World War II. The film is a fantastic superhero movie that offers us glimpses into world history. Audiences got a good look at The Flash, who used his time-traveling capabilities to help the Justice Society through their battle. Taking place in the 1940s was an original twist for a superhero movie, and the film delivers on all levels, including great animation, Fantastic battle scenes and convincing voice performances. Number eight, Major Grom, Plague Detector Doctor, excuse me. 
It was adapted from a Russian comic book of the same name. Published by Bubble Comics, the film follows Igor Grom, a skilled police officer who tracks down criminals with unique and strategic methods. His main pursuit in the film is that of an evil murderer named the Plague Doctor. The film is filled with impressive visuals that feel like a Marvel or DC film at many points. And it currently holds an 81% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Number seven, Batman Soul of the Dragon. Soul of the Dragon is an original film that was not based on a specific comic book issue. The film follows Batman and other trained heroes who discover that their martial arts master is missing and a mysterious relic has been released. The film is an original take on Batman and offers satisfying glimpses into his martial arts training. The animation is top-notch and the plot is mind-blowing while it takes you to new dimensions in the Batman universe. And number six, it's probably one of the biggest films of the year, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's definitely DC's version of the Avengers. A group of heroes, including Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and more, brought together to face off against a threat to humanity. The film is extremely character-driven and offers glimpses into the past turmoils of each character. After the original Justice League was met with mixed reviews, fans begged all over social media for Zack Snyder's cut of the film, which gave us a darker and more thought-provoking version. While I admire Zack Snyder's cut of the film, and I do like his take, I don't know which one I'd really say is better. But on to number five, Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson reprises her role as the assassin turned spy in the 2021 solo film Black Widow. This time, we're introduced to her surrogate family filled with A-list actors, including Rachel Weisz, David Harbour, and God, I'm going to butcher her name, Florence Pugh, Johnson, and Florence carry the film with her charisma and fantastic physical capabilities. The story is action-packed from beginning to end, and focuses on the family dynamics between the characters. And the film currently has a 79% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Number four is The Suicide Squad. Filmmaker James Gunn directed The Suicide Squad that brought back familiar characters while introducing us to some new anti-heroes. The talented Idris Elba takes the role of Bloodsport. John Cena plays Peacemaker. Margot Robbie once again reprises her role of Harley Quinn. Suicide Squad is a great mix of comedy and action that features even more fights and violence compared to the original. And number three, The Legend of the Ten Rings. It's a revolutionary film that finally opened the door for the first Asian-American-led superhero film in MCU history. The film has a fantastic supporting cast, Choreography in this film is groundbreaking and creates several memorable action scenes. The mythology of the Ten Rings organization is fascinating and helps create a more memorable story. The success of the film has already paved the way for an upcoming sequel. And number two, Batman The Long Halloween Parts 1 and 2. I actually really enjoyed this animated film compared to the rest of DC's animated movies. This animated directed video two-part film follows Batman teaming up with the Gotham City Police Department 
has held a series of mysterious deaths during the holidays. The Long Halloween is an in-depth look into Gotham crime and politics that showcases several classic villains, including Joker, Penguin, and Carmine Falcone. The brilliant visual design of the film masterfully adapts the comic book material and gives us one of the best Batman movies to date. And number one, with no doubt about it, Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home was possibly the most anticipated movie of the year. After Peter Parker requests that Doctor Strange erase the world's memory of his identity, He's launched into an epic adventure through multiverses that brings back memorable villains from past Spider-Man films. The film is a non-stop adventure that is filled with nostalgia and characters who were beloved by Spider-Man films. No Way Home definitely sets the bar for superhero movies, producing an original film that takes storytelling to a whole new level. And now, a little segment featuring the pond decks where we go into their deck called Funny Films, and answer a question. Today's question is, one second to pull it up. No, I don't. Yeah, there we go. You can download the uh, Pondex app on Apple and Android devices. Today's question is, what's your favorite holiday comedy? Funny that I should ask that this time since we just passed, uh, or just had Christmas. I'm going to say, uh, hmm. Holiday film, I'm going to say um, Trading Places with Eddie Murphy. But let us know what your favorite holiday film is in the comment section below. And that is all we have for this episode of the Seven Gold Show. And I guess I should say this now, but since it just popped up on my screen, uh, condolences to the Madden family on the news of John Madden's passing which I'm shocked by. And uh, that's all we have. Thanks for watching. And thank you to the one person that's watching right now. Take care and we'll see you next time. Dude, you have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash... The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy. You're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.